You're listening to the Q's Podcast, episode 91. Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 91 of the Q's Podcast. This is a show where we speak with credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. My name is James Lenz, Q's Professional Development Manager. Our guest for today's show is Amy Herbig. Amy is CEO and Chief Engagement Officer of the BA Group. Amy and her team assist credit unions in the areas of marketing, branding, social media, analytics, and media. The BA Group is out of Northfield, Minnesota, but serves clients in a vast geographic area. Amy Herbig's inexhaustible passion and expertise in marketing strategy, planning, branding, and execution spans as far and wide as her love for building relationships and delivering results. As you'll find out in this episode, she's all about the credit union philosophy, people helping people. Given the unprecedented times that we live in, Amy strongly believes that the role of marketing is more important than ever right now. She'll support her position with depth and detail. And for those wondering what the new reality is for credit union marketers and marketing departments, not only in the next month or two, but for the remainder of the year, Amy will provide some insights for you to consider. And finally, we'll examine how credit unions can leverage this time to adjust their marketing and branding strategies now and going forward. I'm excited to share this special Q's podcast episode with you. So let's get started. Here's my interview with Amy Herbig, CEO of the BA Group. Amy Herbig, thank you so much for joining us on the Q's podcast. Welcome. Good morning, James. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. We are certainly in an interesting time right now as we broadcast this message. And for those who are listening well into the future, we certainly won't forget this time period and how it has affected the the whole world. And, you know, today this is going to be an interesting conversation because we're talking about the role of marketing in a time that we've never had before. At this time, we have folks in the credit union. Some are working in the office. A lot of them are working from home. And uh, of course, we're going to be addressing issues, questions, challenges related to marketing. Why is the role of marketing more important than ever right now? You know, that's that's a big question, but it's also a very specific dialed in question. And, and uh, thank you again for having me on today to address these topics, because being a part of a lot of different online groups for cranes through LinkedIn, through industry networking, a lot of marketers are spending right now, just like every role in credit union, lending, CEOs, IT, you name it. And this is time to have a perspective because we are running, even chasing our tails, let's be honest, like you said it so perfectly, and we've we've heard terms of unprecedented, times never like this, never in our lifetime, and that's exactly what we're dealing with. And I'm not looking for marketing to have this all-encompassing spotlight. However, if we just take one moment to breathe, and if others who are in the marketing field listen to this podcast to just take one moment and take a step back to say everything that is going on right now is being channeled through marketing, which what I mean is marketing is the communicator. Now, marketers will say, well, yeah, no kidding, Amy. But, but for people to realize 
everything, everything that is occurring, all the communications that are happening out there. I know with a lot of our partners around the nation, I told my team there is no more Monday through Friday, eight to five, Saturdays and Sundays as well, because credit unions are on this almost 24-hour news cycle, as, as we know is out there in the, in the media and has been for decades. But now credit mm-hmm. union marketers have to be operating almost to the same extent, because that also includes social media maybe your digital media and your traditional media, all of those platforms from email marketing to the website, marketing is the, is the catalyst for all of that information to be disseminated to the membership or the communities at large. We see a vast number of emails being sent out. One of our partners that we work with for a number of our clients that utilize their e-delivery solutions is the Documatics system platform. And they had over 2 million emails, 2 million sent on a weekend. Wow. Unprecedented. There's that term again. Never and Documatics has been around for well over a decade. And their system handled pretty darn well, let me say. It was impressive. A lot of us, even just at the BA group and with our partners, were having a little slow connection. But I think a lot of people tend to, if they're not in the field, think of marketing as, oh, advertising. And yes, of course, that is a part of marketing. But marketing has always been and is to this day, and when we say now more important than ever, is the way the credit union gets their communication out. Again, that's always been the case, but I think the awareness and the understanding of the value and importance of having strong marketing, because a lot of marketers also are becoming PR reps because they have to be communicating a message from the CEO or the board of directors that we are still fill in the blank, your name of the credit union, a strong, solid financial institution. We have had a few credit union partners, team members, fearful that the credit union maybe wasn't strong enough to handle this situation with the pandemic and wanting to come in and withdraw deposits. Even though the credit union is well capitalized, great assets and growing, it's human perspective. It's dealing with human fear and this pandemic. Again, something none of us have ever dealt with before. But marketers are having to become on-the-fly public relations experts as well and utilizing, again, those channels to get information out and a lot of times on the fly. So, well, of course, to be a little subjective, being a marketing executive myself for decades now, marketing is always important and critical. But now more than ever to have that solid marketing team, whether in-house, outsourced, or a combination, is so important because If you don't, your communication could be perceived incorrectly. There could be misinformation provided. And then that just starts a whole negative domino effect, which no one needs right now. So it's been an amazing paradigm shift, I think, not only for the world of marketing for credit unions and, of course, industries across the board, really, but especially for credit unions and for others who may not always look and see what marketing really means and the work it takes until something like this has hit and realizing how heavily they have to rely on their marketing team. It's an interesting time that we're in. There's new roles, perhaps, or expanded roles as part of the marketing team. You talked about being effective communicators because of the changes that are going on and maybe their role is expanding there in terms of public relations area through all the channels, right? Mm -hmm. Amy, what is a new reality for credit union marketers and departments, not only here in in the time of April, May, when this is being recorded, but 
for the rest of 2020? <laughs> you know, I, I give a little, little chuckle to that because a lot of credit unions, if not every single one of them, you know, strategic planning started to happen maybe August 2019 through the fall of 2019. We all got into, hopefully for everyone, a wonderful holiday season. Boards approved budgets, strategic plans, marketing plans, budgets. Maybe December, some credit unions do it in January 2020. So really, any credit union marketer had, if he or she was lucky or teams were lucky, two good months of really starting to get off the ground with their perceived marketing plans and credit unions looking for their 2020 strategic goals to be met a lot by marketing support. And then all of a sudden, everything, again, all departments, the rug was pulled out from underneath all of us. And when I say us, I mean, as a credit union marketer and just as a credit union industry executive, now it's that complete paradigm shift, that 180. And especially not knowing what the rest of the year is going to look like, the reality for the credit union marketer and the department is something that, to use the word again, unprecedented in a truly strategic align the strategic marketing department, we're having to now act more on the fly. You know, a good marketer is more proactive than reactive, but ready to be reactive when called upon and need be. However, currently we are, we are in a constant state of reactive. Uh, the stimulus checks that just came in last week are started to start coming in. One of our credit unions had $7 million and then about a $210 million asset credit union. So $7 million of deposits coming in. And now the thought is, what are we going to do on the lending side? They have an audit coming up from the NCUA. What's going to happen there? And so the, the marketer is going from maybe at this time of the year, we were going to be focusing on home loans and HELOCs and maybe depending on how the auto industry was doing into the summer vacation, getting ready for all your travels and summer credit cards, right? Well, yes, uh, mortgage rates are still at an all-time low. But a lot of credit unions can't handle the volume that has come in. And then there are those that are concerned with, okay, the volume has come in, and now what are we going to do? So those people are going to, in two months now, not pay on their mortgage. And so the credit union marketer, if not already, absolutely needs to be involved, whether they're a manager title, director, or VP. You would hope at least at the director VP level, they're a part of leadership discussions and board discussions. But if a credit union has a manager level, Heck, even a coordinator level that might work with a third-party marketing company like the BA Group or somebody else, it doesn't matter. You need a marketing representative in these very important meetings because, once again, like I said earlier, that marketing person, no matter their title, is going to be the one charged with working themselves or hopefully they have some sort of a team because no one person can handle this type of load to work with messaging and strategy and planning and all of the outlets through social and digital or traditional media, as well as internal mediums to get the information out. We've seen credit unions start off on one foot, do a marketing campaign and have to pull it literally four days later because of the influx of what they received and they weren't able to handle it. We're about to approach a lot of states or different areas in the country start to reopening maybe branch lobbies, maybe appointment only to some are going full on open. So the credit unions in those areas, how are they going to be working on that information? And what is that going to look like to educate the membership? So this is nothing uh, that was for any of us. Again, no matter your, your station at the credit union, your title, your role, what have you, 
that we plan for into 2020. And as marketers, that's hard for us. Again, we'd like to be planned, but we also know things can change on a dime. No one ever expected it to be changing on a dime almost daily. So as we start to reopen the branches and the country and to see where this level of recession is going to take us, the credit union marketer is going to have to be prepared to basically maybe work 30 days out if we're lucky, possibly for the rest of the year. We have no idea what this pandemic is going to be doing to us. We hear words of when the fall reboots, if you will, of this comes back with COVID-19. What does that mean? I mean, no one can truly predict that, I would think, today. But if the experts are saying there's going to be a second wave, then what is that going to look like heading into the holiday season and, and into all of us, all of us credit unions? professionals into 2021 planning. So the credit union marketing and marketer at every credit union needs to be, again, if not already escalated up to a level to where they are participating or at least being broadened sooner than later onto big decisions and conversations and decisions that the credit unions are having because that credit union marketer is going to be the representative of the voice for the credit union to then disseminate it out to the membership. So 2020, everyone was ready for this year. And again, strategies aligned. But as the credit union looks at, okay, we set this goal for loan growth or this loan for deposit growth, what is the reality of truly meeting that? What can the credit union handle to still be, we'll put air quotes around, successful, if not just maintain a straight line? And then what is marketing's role to maintain that, if not hopefully exceed a little bit? We also have changed our dialogue, as a lot of us have seen, into more uh, sensitivity. Now, we've always been great marketers as credit unions, you know, about the people helping people, but our messaging has changed. Does our membership really care that our auto loan rates are as low as 2.99, or are they not thinking about that right now? So that's also another major shift for the credit union marketer is being that copywriter not just a PR rep, but being that copywriter and making sure the messaging isn't insensitive, making sure that messaging is appropriate based on the membership and the communities they serve, and then making sure that the credit union is able to back up that messaging. And what I mean by that is now a credit union, a credit union really has to understand if the marketing team is putting out, we're here for you if you've been negatively affected by COVID-19. Give us a call. We're here to help. Okay, credit union, what does that really look like? Because the people who are going to need it the most are probably the ones that maybe your your portfolio wasn't willing to take that much of a risk on. So there's a lot involved in that marketing person has to be at the helm with everybody else leading the discussions and being the representative for the membership at large and the communities. And 2020, a marketing calendar, I'd be surprised if many marketers had that It's really, again, if we're lucky, 30 days out, but being ready and being nimble to act. So it's in my, I've been in the industry over 20 years now, and it's it's definitely not anything I've ever experienced before. You make some incredible points. You know, there are some commonalities for all credit unions, you know, from the marketing department of all credit unions, but that voice and being sensitive to what's going on here 
driving business, caring about member needs. A lot of that is dependent on, like you said, the membership base and how the virus is impacting your membership. What is the vibe of the community? This is all rapidly changing. It's such a fluid situation. And another interesting thing you mentioned is working 30 days out. That even seems like it's a long time. So getting the marketing team and beyond communicating often, over-communicating probably is not possible at this time just because of the change of the situation and just the dynamics that are involved in messaging, all customized to your membership, all customized to the needs of the organization. It's so challenging right now. But you know, with any challenge, and this is an incredible set of challenges going on right now, there's always opportunities. And one of the neat things is that, you know, credit unions philosophy is about people helping people. There's some been some incredible stories out there of how credit unions have really stepped up. Uh, but is there anything that you wanted to share that was pretty special during this time that credit unions have been involved with in their communities and their membership base? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And fortunately, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. I saw one thing on, um, I'm part of a small credit union group on social media, and a credit union mentioned that that she got a message from a member that after they had gone through the drive-thru because the lobbies are closed, that that woman and her son sat in the parking lot and prayed for all the tellers and the frontline staff that were still there. I mean, from members appreciating to credit unions doing the hearts that we see on windows. Yeah, it's just absolutely beautiful. Having the hearts that you see on windows to staff dressing in certain colors, even though they're not being seen by the membership and and putting that out there on social media that we're here for you, we still got this. Um, We've seen credit unions that focus a lot on financial literacy change their platform quickly too. Again, everybody's, you know, sort of running around as quickly as they can being that reactive versus, you know, ideally being proactive, but being reactive to the situation to where they've changed their financial literacy platform from in-person to quickly learning how Zoom works, how to record, how to do presentations, maybe a little bit more dynamic and changing it to virtual webinars that if you're not able to attend the live session, you're able to watch it, you know, going forward embedded onto the website, you know, to where community outreach, to where staff is being allowed X number of hours that the credit union will still pay their salary for to go and volunteer where safe. Credit unions coming together with a lot of, uh, a lot of it tends to be on a personal loan standpoint, but that debt consolidation or emergency relief fund, waiving payments on skip a pays for maybe originally a credit you might let you take one or two for the year for let's say a $35 fee and they're letting you take two or three at no fee whatsoever. Fortunately, the list can go on and on. You know, on the deposit side, it's a little bit different because again, especially with a lot of the stimulus checks, those are looking pretty good, but it's really how we can help and how cranes are looking to help people, not only on the loan side and loan relief payments or to give them an extension, but we're seeing people as well starting to get more around financial education if they partner with a third party like an Everfi or a Bonsai, you know, really using it. Again, that's where the marketing is shifting. Maybe they were only going to do a subtle you know, regular awareness around these financial education platforms or partners they might have, whether in-house or externally partnering with them. Now that's taking more of a front and center spotlight, which is really great because communities and, and educating that's not just for members. Anyone in the community can participate in this. And you know what's interesting too is I feel 
and I, I, I'm cautious to use the word leverage because that's, you know, to leverage a pandemic just doesn't yeah. sound right to me. Um, but I do want to say that as an industry as a whole, we saw this air quote word opportunity when the recession hit 10, 12 years ago, uh, when it started around 2008 with where cravings could be the good guys. And we had the move your money movement. Um, you know, we had a little press out there about credit unions and how we differ from banks and we're going, yay, as an industry. I mean, not yay, because people are losing their homes and there's the struggle, but as an industry, you know, there's that word leverage or opportunity that we could get some awareness around them and our people helping people. Well, that, that worked for a good pocket. Um, a lot of the bigger craze too saw a good influx of that because they had the uh, already awareness of, of their, of what it means to be a credit union out there. And some of the, the littler credit unions were able to, to leverage that as well. Well, now we're in a time where it's not a, a big handful, but still just a handful of people being affected. I mean, my goodness, we have the entire world being effective and now even just bringing it to the huge handful of the United States and what everybody, everybody is looking for is people helping people because everyday people are helping everyday people. They're, they're living it. They're experiencing it in their daily lives from the birthday parades. You see a community will come together for a seven-year-old who couldn't have their birthday party, which let's be honest, maybe on a regular Saturday, it'd be nine of their best buddies from elementary school and maybe their parents. Now you've got community members who were once their kindergarten teachers showing up doing a, a parade with signs, happy birthday, little Timmy, as he stands on his driveway. Mm -hmm. So the thought of people helping people is actually being embedded in everybody, in everybody. And guess what, guys? That has been our philosophy since day one of starting the credit union industry. And so our message and how we stand behind that, if ever there was a time for that to resonate with people and for them to really care, now is that time. Absolutely now is that time. We've, we've been given, and, and again, I, I dance on this word opportunity because I would never, ever, ever wish the reason for this uh, is why, but we are where we are. We, we are in the moment, living in this moment. And credit unions, we have that opportunity to say we are the people helping people, banking guys, using banking as a verb. We are always here for our members and to utilize that and to show that through everything we do. And as we start to come out of that, because again, we've got that level of sensitivity as we should right now. We shouldn't be, hey, join today and we'll give you 50 bucks. I mean, that's Nope, that's crass. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll talk to any gradient that might be doing that, depending on what their, their platform is. Maybe there's more to it. So that was just very surface level. But mm -hmm. once our focus can start to build back to membership, yeah, membership awareness, membership acquisition, it's what we do now and what we're doing to show the people helping people that when you know, Joe Smith down the street Here's about XYZ credit union months from now for auto loans, home loans, whatever it might be, XYZ credit union will hopefully stay in his mind, be top of mind because of what he heard or what he saw XYZ credit union was doing during this pandemic. So it's, it's not really a catch 22, but if we're, if we're all about our service and we're all about excellence, now is that time to shine. 
And in the future, we shouldn't have any hesitation to when we go to our membership, our lowest hanging fruit, and say, hey, will you refer your friends and family to us? Let me tell you something, that message is going to look a whole lot different. Even though maybe you've always been there for them and they felt that way, it's going to be an escalated level. They're going to be paying attention to that. And companies who continue to have a people helping people model going forward are going to win out. And so it really is the credit union's opportunity. Because let's be honest, a lot of people have forgotten what happened with Wells Fargo, Washington Mutual, B of A. They continue to bank there. We're the people helping people bank. We're credit union. And our message now should be stronger and resonate more than ever. Amy, before we go, any departing words you have regarding just a general sentiment of what's going on right now in the world? You know, I said to our team every Monday, so uh, BA is a team of 10 folks at this time, and we have our Zoom meetings, and, and we have a funny theme, crazy hats, sunglasses, show us your pet, you know, things like that so we can stay connected. And and hearing from my team uh, of the cranes they work with, again, we have partners around the nation, and those I'm experienced or involved in, I should say, as well as through all the grapevine of the CU Insights, the Credit Union Times, the Journal, social media groups, LinkedIn. I said to my team this past Monday, it's always Monday morning, I said, we are so fortunate, and we've always felt this way, but even more so now, to be in an industry that cares so much. And I reminded the team that when I started in this industry, way back in 2002 at a credit union in Seattle, I had come from corporate America, corporate financial and retail. And six months in, I was a marketing manager before I moved up to VP. And I, six months in at a management meeting, I said, I cannot believe we sit around the table making business decisions for the benefit and the well-being of other people. Because I had come from not that to where it was, how do we make the stockholders more money? How can we fee them here and fee them that? I thought that was how business ran. I was young 20s, uh, you know, thought, okay, I'm getting a great paycheck. I got a college degree. This is awesome. So the fact that we are in an industry that all of us, whether marketers, ITs, CFOs, you know, accounting, even frontline staff, that we are in an industry to where we can do great, amazing business, as well as be philanthropists, as well as have a conscious that when we lay our head on our pillow every night, we feel good that we've helped people. Even as marketers, we might not be member-facing, community-facing all the time when we're behind the scenes. But our message is, so all you marketers out there who are primarily probably listening to this podcast, but any role at credit unions, keep it up. Like I said, towards the end of this podcast with you, James, now is the time for us to shine, meaning not, oh, hey, look at us, but to really live everything that's in our fiber. Because there's truly a type of person who loves working at credit union, and they're the ones who love helping people. Yes, we have to bring in the business. Yes, we have to even gain fee income and we have strategic goals to meet. Absolutely. But we can do all that by helping other people. And I wish everybody, everyone at the Crayon and their families and their memberships, well, health, safety, happiness, sanity, especially for us working parents. I, I hear you. I know what it's like. Trust me. Um, of two teenage boys. It's, it's, quite a time, but I, I love the humbleness that's happening. I love seeing people without 
women without makeup on and, and guys sitting there with their dog on their lap, you know, where maybe normally we'd be in, you know, professional attire and shirts and ties. It's, I love the humbleness and our industry embraces that. And so I just feel honored every day and my team does as well to be a part of such an amazing industry. There is a lot of work we always have to do, but now it's really been escalated. So I think because we are such a pull together industry, we are going to get through this. We're going to get through this stronger and better. And again, just really honored to be a part of it. And I wish everybody and their families and credit economics up the best. And I thank you, James, for having me on today. I really do. Thank you, Amy, so much. What an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Take care and all the best. Thanks, listeners, for connecting with the Q's podcast again. If you'd like to reach out to us about the show, it's easy. Our email address is podcast at cues.org. Learn more about Q's COVID-19 response, including updates on the status of our learning event offerings and articles, blogs, videos, and white papers to help you in your work with your credit union during these unprecedented times. Please visit cues.org slash coronavirus dash update. If you're a Q's member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development. These include several that are available virtually. Visit Q's.org slash membership to learn more. Q's is an international credit union association. Our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, directors, and future leaders. To learn how Q's can help you realize your potential, visit Q's.org today.